No, but they're basically uh, in limbo. And that was done a year ago, that report. And many of the people uh, who were there then, I suspect, are still there now. Uh, they are the world's unwanted. So what Australia did, it did a deal which effectively outsourced its asylum seeker problem. It paid Papua New Guinea not only to house the detention centre, but also to agree to resettle anyone found to be legitimate refugees and we understand of the 850 people who are there now around half of them have been declared legitimate refugees now as for what happens now to those people well i think we're going to have to wait and see and then there's the question of well can they be sent back to where they've come from and as we heard in that report many of those places are conflict zones syria iraq afghanistan that sort of place in terms of uh, deterring people from trying to get to australia i mean has the policy worked yeah it absolutely has worked i mean the number of boats attempting the journey has dropped off dramatically uh, at the same time uh, the australian navy has been patrolling uh, the seas uh, between indonesia and australian territory uh, intercepting people smuggling boats and that is the message of the australian government that they want this to be a deterrent they want people to go uh, through the proper channels and one thing i would say is that while this has attracted a lot of uh, criticism internationally and probably hasn't been very good for australia's reputation broadly here it has been pretty popular both the government and the opposition the labor opposition who introduced the papua new guinea uh, deal they are broadly on the same page on this bbc's john donison in sydney well peter reith was australia's defense minister in the liberal that's conservative government that drew up the offshore policy back in 2001 first off what's his reaction to papua new guinea's decision today well that's a decision of the the government of the day and the Australian government will need to consider its response uh, but the one very clear position of the Australian government is that none of those people will be coming to Australia as a result. What was uh, the thinking behind setting up these offshore processing centres? Was it simply to ensure that no migrant, refugee, asylum seeker actually made it to Australia's shores and therefore Australia would have to fulfil its obligations under international conventions? Well, well, our view was that um, if people tried to get to Australia, then they wouldn't make it. We had nearly 50,000 people turn up uh, in one 12-month period. Many of those people were very badly treated by the, the people smugglers, and uh, we were determined to bring that shocking business to an end. Is there a lesson for the European Union, do you think, in the way that Australia has dealt with this issue? Well, there are some lessons, uh, but one also has to acknowledge that, you know, the geography and the different approaches that governments have got in Europe makes it quite different to the Australian position. Uh, do you think uh, conditions uh, at the centre could have been much, much better? I mean, if people are prepared to stitch their lips together in protest, uh, swallow razor blades in the case of one man, things must be pretty awful. Unless you believe that the government, the Australian government, should just have a completely open system and just anybody can come whenever they want to come, then you do eventually have to make decisions about how many people and what other conditions you might wish to impose. Well, that wasn't quite my question. This was about implementation of the policy. I mean, uh, you know, we, the BBC well, the spoke to last year, you know, four people living in a room, two metres squared. I mean, this, this, this wasn't humane treatment, was it? Now, there may be some particular circumstances and there was a riot there at one occasion, etc. But 
as a general rule, as you would expect from a country like Australia, we've had a pretty good record. Well, others would disagree, though. I mean, you know, many of the people well, who actually had to, talk, had, to, had to live in those conditions say they were awful. I mean, did they need to be that bad? I mean, these aren't people who've done anything wrong, are they? It's not an easy policy position, but I have absolutely no doubt it's the right one. You asked me about Europe. Well, there's thousands of people who have been drowned on their way to trying to get to, to Europe. Despite differences, I'd have to say the Australian approach has been far more successful than what's happened in Europe today. That was Australia's former Defence Minister Peter Reith talking about that policy of processing migrants uh, offshore. To the United States now, in the contest to become the Republican and Democratic Party nominees for president, five northeastern states held primaries on Tuesday. Donald Trump for the Republican.